Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. We are on page Tov Samach Beis, um, the uh, second paragraph, which is about uh, three-fourths of the way down the page. We've been discussing the uh, interactions between uh, Nefshel Kis, Nefshabamis, in a more general way, which we'll uh, actually get more into today, the interactions between the dimension of holiness and the dimension of Klippa. Now, the Klippa we've been talking about is Klippus Neugen. We've been talking about the various ways in which the animal, the human, the, the, the physical person achieves uh, rectification, achieves a manifestation of holiness, which is uh, intrinsic and innate in, in his being, but very, very much concealed, very, very, very much hidden. In the case of real evil, uh, it's golos mamish. So uh, we're here for a reason. Uh, the reason is to be midvara, to refine, elevate, sanctify the world, <coughs> quite simply to make it a, a suitable residence for the Almighty, which means uh, working on the world as it is. We're not here to create a new world. We are here to rectify that which we have and turn it into what it was intended from the very outset, which is on the one hand a physical world uh, created Yeshma'ayim by the Almighty, uh, which is, um, is transparent completely and totally to divinity. So the ultimate paradox, the, the duality that we deal with, that we struggle with over all these years over our history, uh, nature of the supernatural, light and darkness, um, ultimately, our, uh, uh, the, the negative side, the, the dark side, the limited side, becomes rectified to the extent that the two uh, dimensions of divine revelation, artist Caleb and the Marshall, um, become revealed as a single unity. Havaya, hu elokim. That's, that's the point. The work is with Shem elokim for the most part, because it's elokim which is the, providing the, uh, the obscurity. So this is our role, and the, uh, we are here for the, the, the point of Birurim. Our neshamas have come to us in order to rectify. They, the neshama itself, the holy neshama, as we well know, requires uh, no rectification. It is perfect as is. Uh, so it's come here on a mission. Its mission is to assist the nefshavamis and the body in its self, its avoda of self-rectification, in its avoda of Birurim. Now, we've seen there are different relationships between Nefshelikis and Nefshabamas. There is a relationship in which the intensity of the Nefshelikis is so great, in which the Giluim from Nefshelikis are so intense that the Nefshabamas is inundated with divine light, uh, and Bederach Mamela automatically, um, by virtue of this uh, penetrating uh, immersion in, in holiness, in absolute holiness, the uh, Derech Mamel automatically becomes holy and it's more or less becomes an appendage uh, of the holy Nefshel Likis. Uh, this would be the union of Hishapcha, this would be in a sense what happens in the case of Tzadikim. Um, and you end up with a, a holy individual. But that holy individual, complete holy individual, a total holy individual, that complete total holy individual did not come about so much, uh, if at all, through the Avaita of Birurim, that came about through the Avaita of Nefshel Kis by itself. Uh, the Avaita of Nefshel Kis is to illuminate. It's not to be Mavar. Its point is that it uh, illuminates, it irradiates. Um, it happens 
that the illumination is of such a nature that the Nefshabamis automatically becomes <coughs> perfected as well, refined as well. Um, but the point was not the, that is not the very Birum, that is not what is ultimately intended for Nefshabamis Beklal. In the case of Tzaddikim, the, their whole point is to illuminate, to bring holiness to the world. That's what they do, that's their, their job description, and therefore this process applies to them. The ordinary person, it's a different story. The ordinary person has a nefshel kiss. He is not the nefshel kiss, as in the case of Tzadikim. And uh, the point is that the nefshel kiss has come to him. He has it. And it's come to him in a way of hislapshus. It has become enclosed, uh, level after level, garment after garment, in the nefshabamis and its potentials and capacities. And therefore, it is deeply concealed within the nefshabamis. Nefshabamis is Klippus Neuge, and therefore there is a dimension of good to the Nefshabamis, and that dimension of good has an ear to hear this faint voice of the Nefshabamis, which is incorporated within. This is the Vodic Birur, where the Nefshabamis influences the Nefshabamis uh, in a lengthy, gradual process, which requires tremendous exertion, such that the Nefshabamis itself uh, rectifies itself, becomes a, develops a will uh, for divinity, will fulfilling, fulfilling Hashem's will, for fulfilling Hashem's will, um, and becomes a servant of God uh, in this world by virtue of its own efforts. So, we're on uh, the last uh, paragraph here. Uh, just as the Nefshabamis uh, it stimulates itself. Why is the Nefshabamis now is, uh, provided with a desire of Ratzon for Hashem, Ratzon for Elikus, Ratzon for Divinity, Ratzon to serve the Almighty? How did that happen? Well, it brought it about, brought it about by itself, with the assistance uh, of the Nefshabamis, without which, of course, it couldn't have done anything, it would have been trapped. But the, whatever little good there is in that Nefshabamis, which is largely associated with Sehel, um, was sufficient to, uh, to receive the assistance of the Nefshel Kis and therefore stimulate itself to become itself desired. It's not that it's imposed from without or some great guilty is mavaklet, but it itself desires uh, good. It desires divinity. It becomes, that little spark of goodness becomes more than a little spark. It becomes the dominant feature in that individual. That's the avoid of Birur. It takes tremendous effort. It takes a lot of time, as we well know, and that's our service in this world. Just as the Nefshabamis basically stimulates itself ultimately with the assistance of Nefshel Kiz, <coughs> the same is true of the Nitzutzois, which are Mizbarim. Again, Nefshavamis is Klippus Noegen. Well, everything in this world that's kosher uh, is Klippus Noegen. Uh, everything, um, the vast majority of uh, being in this world is Klippus Noegen. And therefore, being that it's Noegen, there's a dimension, which a major dimension, it's, it's, it's uh, Predominant disposition is one of coarseness, one of metzias, one of uh, independence, the opposite of bittel. Nonetheless, there is a spark. This Klippusnoiga is a product of Shvira Sakalim, the Matoyu, a shattering, a, uh, a, uh, a chaotic dispersion of sparks of Kedusha within the realm of physical existence, most of which, uh, which conceals very much on these sparks. 
So here you have a, um, a loaf of bread, here you, or you have a field of wheat, let's say, or a wheat plant. What is it? Well, it's, it's clipper. It's not, not evil. It's, it's clipper snow. It's natural as clipper tomatoes. <clears throat> but it is what it is. Uh, and it has no opportunity, although <clears throat> it has a spark of Kedusha within it, if it didn't, it couldn't exist altogether. Um, nonetheless, that spark of Kedusha is totally concealed to the extent that that's, that blade of wheat appears as a Dover Bifnasmai, as an independent, autonomous being. Um, and that's the way it is. That's the way it lives, and that's the way it dies. And it has no opportunity to change itself. It cannot uh, elevate itself. It, it's... The, the, the spark of Kedusha within it um, is stuck, in a sense. Now, that spark of Kedusha, as the Rebbe is pointing out here, those Natsutsas, which yearn to be Mizbar, which yearn to be um, elevated, revealed, and prioritized uh, as the holiness within, um, uh, these sparks are in everything. On the one hand, they are what will ultimately be responsible for the beerer, because they are the kedusha within every object, be it food, grass, the wheat, we're talking about whatever. On the other hand, they're trapped. Uh, and they are, they are stuck. Uh, the yearning for beerer, and this is a point which we don't really think of very often, everything's yearning for beerer, everything's yearning for redemption. All of existence, all of the realm of Klippus Noiga <coughs> has a desire. Uh, the Mayim Tachtoinim have a desire to ascend Lamaila. The sparks of Kedusha have a desire to, to be free, to, re- to be able to reveal themselves in their freedom of Kedusha, to be, to be Kaddish once again. They have a desire. Um, and therefore, the beer again comes from the object itself. Uh, for example, eating. Denama afun haravil lichoil. That a person should eat bread as if on the edge of a sword. What does it mean? Don't be a glutton. Don't overdo. If a person, the, 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 the bread doesn't have seichel, but the person who eats it does. And therefore, the person can apply his understanding to assist. He can be able to stand in for the nefshel kiss, if you like, to assist that piece of wheat or that piece of bread or whatever, in, in, in producing its yearning to be mavar, to be, to be elevated. If a person eats that bread with kavana, bread can't have kavana, bread's only bread. A person eats that bread with proper kavana, certainly not negative kavana, for the purpose of, stag- of living, and living because he is here to serve his creator, uh, then that performs the beer that fulfills the desire of the nitzutz within that food, uh, which is then elevated and sanctified, and the food now becomes in, comes into the realm of, uh, of holiness. Through the this is kfi, this is iskafia, the bread. I am not going to indulge in it for physical pleasure, um, because that's not what it's about. That that degrades it. That that confirms the fact that it is only a clip. That confirms the fact that it is, is food and that it's desired for reasons which have nothing to do with Kedusha or nothing to do with Avodah Hashem. So I'm going to eat it with Kavana as, as on the edge of a sword, which is again a metaphor for the idea of uh, avoiding um, gluttony at all costs. Um, and thereby it, I will use it out in ways it cannot use itself out to allow for this beer that these sparks within are yearning for.
Same thing is true in engagement in business affairs and commercial affairs. In which there is not a shred of forbiddenness. Forget that you know a quarter of our shulchan aruch is on uh, is on, on on our our legal our civil interactions is on business is on commerce things of the sort. There are many many halachas and a business is, is one has to be as meticulous as with with the kashros of one's business affairs as one is with one's food and the same it's the same thing same tar, it's only one tar. Uh So someone who engages in business. What's a business? A business is uh, quite a bit more complicated than a piece of bread. A business is a huge complex of uh, being involving many, many dimensions and aspects. Um, and therefore, there's kedusha in there. There are nitsutsais, which come from shvira, uh, which, which um, are lost. Uh, and the business, uh, without their expression, without their... Uh, recogni- recognition and without their them being the priority in the business, the business becomes a mechanism to acquire. It becomes a mechanism of gain. It becomes a mechanism of power. All these are negative things. These are clipped. This is the business stands on its own. It is a thing in and of itself. The CEO of General Motors. Whoa! I mean, that's uh, you know, that man has a life. Now nah, he has no life. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I don't know him. But as, as CEO of General Motors, in and of itself, he has no life. The General Motors is there to provide purity in the world. It's there are this holy sparks of holies that came from Shirasekalim, like the, 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 the piece of wheat, um, and it's there to be mavar. It is there to be used. It is there to be for profit. It is there for gain. It is there for employment. It implies employment for people. It feeds them. It gives them worthwhile things to do in this world. It causes rectifications on the simplest, most practical level. It provides salary. It provides money for tzedakah, for building yeshivas, for building hospitals, for whatever. That business is rich in tzutzais, all of which are yearning to be meaningful. They want a meaningful life. Turning out cars by itself is not a meaning life for a nitsus that happens to find itself in General Motors. So it, it, uh, it's the same idea. General Motors has to be used the same shemaim the same way the bread has to be used the same shemaim. All of these things are the realm of Rishos. This is seemingly ordinary daily activity. The commotion is bar mazel has been explained above in... Uh, Lulavaravim, uh, the Mimer Lulavaravim, who Gam came to know. Likewise, Shahanutzer says, "Atzman misar laalois." It's the nitzutz itself. Beer again comes from within. It does not come from without. It does not come that a Malach Mechayel or Malach Gavriel rains down on the in the office of the the CEO of General Motors, and all of a sudden he becomes a tzaddik gober and a complete biddle b'tachlis to Ratzon Elyon. It comes from within, the sparks within. That's the amazing thing. Physical being is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable in its own skin. It's in a state of instability. What's going to become of me? What's going to become of this kedusha of a spark of kedusha from Oyelam What's going to happen? Um, Either it's going to be uh, liberated and serve the highest purpose of divinity, um, or it's going to be trapped and degraded and lose, be lost in the darkness of, um, of pure physical existence. This is, goes back to the Zara that we saw before, the lower waters cry out. 
This is all lamata lamaila. The impetus and stimulus for birur and the product of birur all occur from within the object itself. Which in which is closed and clothe the spark or, or whatever in order that it should be bavar and it should be misbar as well, uh, as is bad kamosh kosov. This is the same story. In order that the Nefshabamas should be able to be Mavar itself, we as Jews do Torah and Mitzvahs with objects, with food, with clothing, with money, with whatever, whatever there is in this physical world. The Torah has a halacha for everything. It's applicable in every single way. There is a instruction on how to deal with that object in the way of Torah, which is to say that you to unite the Kedusha buried in that spark, hidden in that spark, to unite it with its source, which is the will of the Almighty. Um, uh, so, uh, and, and therefore... Uh, the same process occurs in the Nefesh The same type of process occurs in all the aspects of physical life in which we indulge. This is like the Shem Haban that is Mizbar. Shem Haban is involved in the Birur on the one hand. On the other hand, it requires Birur itself because it now finds itself in a place which it has to be, which is not comfortable for it, which is, it does not want to be there. Same way the Nefshilakis has a tremendous ureta to a, a, a dimension of being which is most uncomfortable for the Nefshilakis, but it has a job to do. Namely, the beer, however, comes from the Koyachatzma, comes from within, comes from within itself. Sharia Koyachais Hanefshilakis Hamelushim Benefshabamis, Bechinis Islapshis Mamish. These are the Koyachais of the Nefshilakis, which are Maluvish in the Nefeshabamis, in a way of, of true hislapshus, true uh, concealment within the Kayachas and Nefeshilakis. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back here. Sharia Kayachas, the Nefeshilakis, Hamalufshim, the Nefeshabamis, Mkhindis, the Slapshus Mamish, the Kayachas and Nefeshilakis, which are Malufish Nefeshabamis, in a way of the Slapshus Mamish, Shumsalmu, Master, Maoid, the Nefeshabamis, which are completely, very deeply concealed in Nefeshabamis. Which do not reveal, this again, the relationship of Nefesh Nefesh in the Avayi of Birur. The Koychais of Nefesh are not revealed, they're concealed, they're maluvish, they are hidden and concealed by the Nefesh itself. The Nefesh then is in a concealed state, its Koychais are in a concealed state, has been explained. It is the concealment and the unity of Nefshel Kism and Nefshabamis is of such a nature that it could be concealed to the extent that it's truly in Golis. I mean, people do evil, God forbid. Uh, well, when you're schlepping, who does the evil? The Guf does the evil, Nefshabamis does the evil. But enclosed, maluvish, in that Nefshabamis is Nefshel Kis. And it's getting schlepped into whatever the Nefshabamis is engaged in. Uh, because it is maluvish and miyuchad with the nefeshabamis, and therefore it finds itself in a state of terrible goals, terrible concealment. It's possible. The choice is ours. The choice, that's why the, the whole story of biur, good, bad, tshuva, not tshuva, is a matter of choice, and that choice comes from consideration of nefesh hasiklis from seichal nushi. Where am I? Ayeko, where are you? Where do you stand? Deep, deep question. 
to be able to hear the voice of the Nefshelikis, to be hear a cry, to hear the Nitzutzais in the bread crying for redemption, to hear the self, the Nefshelikis and Guf crying for redemption, to realize, to recognize, and to be able to act on that realization and recognition. The reason that we can have that realization and recognition is because we are informed by Nefshelikis. We are influenced by Nefshelikis. Not that Nefshelikis does it, but, but it assists famous expression that if, the, on the, if on the one hand the negative side becomes strengthened, the body becomes strengthened, the, the behema part of Nefshabamis becomes strengthened, the Yitzhahara, Midas of Nefshabamis becomes strengthened, uh, by definition is weakened the influence of the Nefshabamis. Same story with the union of Shemban, uh, which is in found is the, the uh, element of divinity found in everything within the realm of Klippus Neuger. The Hare Habir Shaloi, who The beer is from itself, it comes from within. It is not imposed from without. That's the true of beer of anything in this world, including ourselves. Shaharit Ainam Ir Bahem or Eluki. It doesn't glow in them or Eluki. It's not all of a sudden a radiation or an illumination which uh, uh, lights up the same way it would light up a person to, to suddenly be totally void of anything other than his desire for Elukus. To light up the bread so that the truth of the bread or the truth of the wheat or the truth of the stone or the truth of whatever now becomes obvious and clear uh, openly without any real alteration within the object itself. It's been imposed from without. Sarathli Yigiyas Atzma, on the contrary, it requires Yigiyas, it requires effort, it requires um, work. Yigiyas Nefesh, Yigiyas Basar Ad, Shiyas Yasek, V'yoven Ha'in Yelaki. Until there is an understanding of an Indian Yelaki, now obviously it's Yigiyas, where that stone has no concept of Yigiyas. We not only, again, just to, to repeat, we not only are responsible for being Mavar ourselves, we, have, we are responsible for the environment in which we are born, in which we exist. It's our turf, it's our territory. We've come here to save. We've come here to redeem. And the same way, redemption of the self, redemption of the Nefshavamas, and perfection of the Nefshavamas requires tremendous effort. Likewise, that same effort goes into the reparation and, and, and sanctification, elevation, beer of everything with which one comes in contact, one's business, one's food, one's clothing, whatever, whatever is there, is the uh, dimension of the world, the area of the world which we are responsible for it to, to be Mavar. So that a person struggles to the point where a sense of eloquence is, is apparent in his soul. Uh, a person is stimulated to Aben Yira, but it's not free of charge. It comes through ex- immense exertion, immense, immense effort. Description of this is perfect. It's in Tadi. This is the, the, uh, the, the absolute unique grasp of Tanya, the teaching of Tanya, which tells us really who we are what the struggle is all about, what the war is all about, who's fighting, why are we fighting, what, we can open our eyes to say, you know something, this, this is who I am, the Rebbe is, is bringing me whatever is necessary for me to engage in the reason for which I was created. And therefore, there's, uh, it is a, a, a tremendous uh, aid, a tremendous source of help in our Avaita Sashem.
as explained elsewhere. This is all milamata lamaila. The milamata lamata is another story altogether. In the case of the beer milamaila lamata, the koyches of nefshel kis do not are not do not extend within, become buried, lost, and enclosed within the nefshabamis. And on the contrary, they are collected within their very essence and within their very source. They are not their derechislapshus. And they glow with the aura of the panemius and the shamu, which they have now been included within. Don't forget the origin of koyches and nefshus, that's a menefesh. These koyches and nefesh now are existing in a state of aliyah, in a state of etzem and nefesh, and therefore they are glowing with elukos, unobscured, with, in an unproblematic holy state. The Kamei is explained elsewhere. The Inyan Shira Zimra Nefshel, because this is the song and the, the melody of the Nefshel, in which the Koyches HaNefesh, when the Nefshel is free from the, is not Meluvish, is not uh, trapped within Nefshabamis, is not uh, enclosed within Nefshabamis. It is as it is, the nature then is that it's. So it's it's koyches and its entire expression is from the essence and from the panemius of, of the nefshelik is from atzmius. Under such circumstances, in a, in a case in which a nefshelik is associated with a particular individual is in the state of purity, in the state of un, unobscured reality in and of itself, the light and glow it's in a state of, of, of its own perfection. That light and glow perfects everything in its immediate vicinity, which is the nefshabamis in which it is sitting. Not b'derach slavshus, but it's there. It's associated with a person. It's not associated with nothing. We're not talking about shamas in Gan Eden. The essence of the light of divinity, which glows in the nefshelikus elikis, then glows in a revealed way. In this individual, Nefshel Kis and Nefshabamis as well. However, this process, which is the situation in many tzaddikim, this process is not for the point of Birur, and it in fact does not uh, provide Birur. It provides sanctification, but not Baderach Birur. Birur, again, effort, exertion from top down, from bottom up. Why? Because in this case, the holiness comes automatically from the glow of the un- unobscured nefshel kis. It's not in a way of his slapshes. The point of this avayda is not beer. Uh, beer happens, but it's b'derach mabela. The eker is the gilui. Giliel, of course, there have to be individuals who are able to bring Giliel, of course, into our world to, to guide us, to teach us, to show us, to illuminate for us, top down. This is, this is automatic. The same way we need miracles. We need them. We've got to have them because on our own, we are going to get lost. And from time to time, we need a revelation which is above ourselves, undeserved. Pesach, milamayalamata. Undeserved. But nonetheless, it's got to be. Otherwise, we cannot do it on our own. It's a partnership, after all. And Hashem Isbar has to give free gifts. Tzaddikim, for us, are the most precious free gift. 
or a Chodesh Mamish. However, since it's the point of this is not Birur, and it's not even really defined as Birur, there is no Chiddush in it. It's Gili Helam, it's Biderach Mamel, it's automatic, there's no Chiddush. A person takes an animal and turns him into a human being, oof, that's a new or, that's a, new, that's a Chiddush. That's the reason for which us ordinary folk have been created. Um, uh, nimshech b'chinus or chadosh mamish u'b'chinus penimis atzmus ein soif mamish in a way of penimis atzmus ein soif. We'll end there.